The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I am, I, I can't even contain myself. I'm, abs- I'm absolutely giddy right now. I just got to interview one of my heroes, someone that I've admired for years, Bethany Frankel. Um, she's just, she's it for me. She's everything for me. Um, I love her. I adore her. I've read all her books. I've been a fan of hers since The Real Housewives. So even just getting to chat with her for 20 minutes, kind of get that FaceTime with her has been it was, it's been really, it's been really rewarding and super fulfilling. So please check out this episode. Um, you can tell I'm a little nervous, just, you know, being super transparent here. I, I kind of like go speak over her a little bit, but um, we're doing this intro a little different because this was a really big, big moment for me. And I just want to kind of like stop and take inventory and like really be present and soak this in. So Bethany Frankel, thank you check out this episode. We talk about her business, her new wines, her mocktails, what it means to raise a teenager with social media in the mix. So um, yeah, check out my episode of The Breakdown with Bethany with Bethany Frankel. It's like, it's such an honor. You're definitely like, you're it, right? (laughs) Oh, well, I appreciate that very much. It's been Let's I'll feel it this morning, but well, you're today. busy. You're busy. I saw you on the. I saw you on Hoda, and it was insane. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. And the swimsuit is already making headlines. Like that's- it is. Can I have that kombucha? It is. I didn't see that. Is it? What did it say? I mean, I think the Daily Mail picked it up. Someone else. Oh. I mean, nothing. Just like that, you showed up on the Today Show in a swimsuit. But how hilarious! You looked great. So whatever. And I think Thank you. Are, we've already all adopted. I think commit to the bit. So, ah. <laughs> so quick, that's right? funny. Yeah, Bryn certainly has. I know. Actually, that's my my first question, actually, because uh, Bryn just turned 13 and, you know, we're mom.com. So we're all about moms. And certainly we hear a lot about the dangers of teens and social media. And you are right now probably like the biggest social media star and you're using it for your brand and your business in such a positive way. But I'm wondering what what is sort of like the line or the boundary or maybe rules that you have for Bryn when she's navigating social media? You know, we see all these teens also like reverting back to flip phones now. So I would just love to hear your take on that I didn't know about that um the flip phones but I like that um I she basically knows anything that ever goes in writing by text or anywhere or photograph photography that it can end up everywhere and she consumes content but she's not making that much content and she I had her phone for two days this weekend it was in my room she didn't look at it once like she can go days without the phone so she's not what I think is a typical tween. And I don't think I can handle that. Sometimes it'll be, uh, you know, we're in the car for a long drive and she's just using it to like hang out. But she loves to watch old school movies. She likes to watch inappropriate movies too. She likes to watch um, Amy Schumer and is her favorite. And she likes Adam Sandler and she likes The Hangover and Mike and Dave's Wedding. She likes like inappropriate bro content, like from a movie standpoint. That is actually hilarious, but no, probably not the typical teenager, right? Like, so Thank God. 
Right. That you don't need to like make those, you know, kind of like hard and fast rules about, about social media. That's awesome. But I also heard you say, and you've talked about this quite a bit, that you're, you're a late bloomer in business, right? Um, and maybe you were also a late bloomer in having Bryn. And I consider myself a late bloomer in my career too. I had my kids actually before I launched my, jumped into my career in journalism and I felt like an imposter, like almost mm-hmm. every step of the way. Um, but I want to know what you would say to moms who are maybe just kind of reclaiming their identity, coming back to them themselves after being a mom who have that business idea, who have passions that they haven't pursued yet. And maybe they're feeling like it's too late, but certainly you are sort of like the case that would prove that it's not. Yeah. I've never stopped. I'll say that like the engine's always been running. So that's got to be a challenge for moms who fully stop the end, turn the car off. And that must be scaring. And I would say you probably want to dip your toe into the pool and you know, talk to other people and connect. And I would say in that case, I would be doing a lot of networking, a lot of just, but if you've been a good mom, if you're, and I don't mean a good mom, I mean, if you are together as a mom, like I'm together as a mom with being organized and on time and everything for the game. And, you know, I'm just, I'm together in that way, then you could probably handle anything in business. Cause it's just a lot of coordination with the schedule for the the kids and the sports and the travel and the, they go to camp and the birthday parties and the driving. It really, it's not one of these like gratuitous lines when someone says how hard it is to be a mom. It really is a lot of work. So you should be good at business because business is keeping all the balls in the air. Right. It's a lot of transferable skills, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I think so. No, because the whole thing is about being organized. Everything is about being organized. Everything. Because that means you have an idea, you're executing it, you're not dropping balls. You know, I have 10 things I had to do today since I got back from the Today Show. I had to go photograph so many different things for insurance. And I, I didn't forget that I have three documents I still have to print out. I had to get together stuff for an Elf Live. Like, it's all been done. I, a packing is happening upstairs right now. Like, I'm on the case. But that's like being a mom. That's just what it is. So that's what work is, too, for me. Yeah, you need to definitely stay organized. And I know, like, I like I always recommend to moms too to like maybe like offload or like hire out some of the stuff that you can because certainly we talk about the mental load of motherhood quite a bit. But you did mention you're doing an Elf Live, right? Which leads me to my next question with this, you know, the YouTube show and the social media with the makeup. Um, I think you know it's 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 so so wildly popular. You also mentioned this morning that you have become like more well-known in a sense from these TikToks, these makeup reviews, these beauty product reviews, and when you were on The Housewives. And I could really see that. And I'm going to ramble just for a second, because I do really feel like you validated a group of women that maybe felt invalidated by their choices. Like I bought Maybelline and Revlon because that's what I saw my mom use. And I couldn't afford or Giorgio Armani foundation or like the Chanel lipstick. And, you know, makeup is a huge part of like what your identity to be a woman, right? It's what we wear. It's for the job interview that we want. Or when we're interviewing like our heroes, right? Like on our podcast. So, but from, from your standpoint, I want to know why, why, what was the start? Like, why did you start with makeup? I didn't start. I just, I didn't even mean to start. I just was playing around, but what you, you said, it's part of our identity. The thing is, it's really part of our insecurity the marketing to us, our insecurity makes us feel like if we buy the more expensive thing, that it's going to work better. Not because we're, because we think it's actually better and it's not. So we actually think that that's how I'm going to look better. And I had Christopher Buckle do my makeup. And today he said like, they're preying on insecurities. It's all just paint. So you can want the nice packaging. You can buy into all that, but 
we are definitely being lied to. We are being marketed to. And I've normalized places like the dollar store and the drugstore because I didn't know. So I was walking in completely like everybody else. Just, I have expensive makeup. I have La Prairie. I have Armani. I probably have a cup. I had a couple of Maybelline great lashes because that's what I buy at the drugstore. And I don't like spending money on makeup because I don't really wear it. And once I was watching TikTok for months, I was feeling like insecure. I don't have anything. I don't know anything. I don't look like them. I didn't consider the filters. I didn't know they were all filtered. I didn't know they were selling. So I started comparing and I couldn't get over the fact that CoverGirl was the same thing on my face as the $200 stuff. And today, Christopher Buckle, who literally does Christmas's makeup, he does Mariah Carey's makeup, Blake Lively, Kate Chastain, Met Gala. He said to me, I, I, he was shocked. He can't believe it. And he's, he's, I said, let me tell you, would you do me for the Met Gala? Would you do it if I had the, he goes, I actually wouldn't have yesterday. Today I would commit to it. Wow. So you're like, change, you really are like kind of changing the industry from the inside out. And I know a lot of brands have responded to you. So has there been any kind of like negative, like, like, I don't know, like trying to, I, it's probably impossible, right? To like, I'm assuming to get someone as passionate you to like hush hush about this. And then you mentioned it's all like money, right? Like people being bought, like, you know, influencers being bought to like promote this stuff. But has the negative bit, has the reaction been negative from brands? You mean the brands that I say, this isn't at the level? Yeah, or maybe even it's from like people too. I don't know. No, um, the brands, even that I say negative things about, I'm sure that they're taking it back to the head of Hourglass Cosmetics asked me to meet for drinks and told me that I was right about what I said about her brush negatively. Right. She said, you're right. She said, I called in my team and said, can I see that brush? And it was a brush from seasons ago that I guess they were still selling somewhere or, or on their website or I don't know, or Sephora, I don't remember where it was from. And I bought it with my own money. And she said, you're right. It's not great. It wasn't great. So they're watching too. Yeah, that's that's actually really, really great to hear because, you know, we, you know, people that don't have a lot of money, they are, they, you know, it's important where we spend it. So I think we all kind of appreciate what you're doing there. But I do want to also pivot to your, um, your Forever Young Wines. I heard, I was listening to you, how you came up with the name and certainly like we all associate like those, like kind of like those glory years, right? Like we're at the bar, we hear like our favorite song. Yep. My, I think mine was like closing time. That was like our, my era's like last, yep. stuff that you, can't, you, you can't go home, you can go home or whatever. You can't, you got to get out of here. You can't, don't have to go home, whatever yeah. it was. But Forever Young was your song. And so, and then we're coming up on summer. So tell me about the new wine launch. Certainly you over anyone are more, more than qualified to bring a new alcohol into kind of an oversaturated market. It's an oversaturated market, but there is no voice and face to any of the products. I have a partner who's a woman who is, I think, a 61-year-old woman named Valerie uh, who lives on a winery in Provence. She uh, is one of only 18 wineries that can produce this Cru Classe, this elevated, stunning wine that I designed the bottle and the glass closure. I was emphatic about what I wanted. The name is phenomenal. It just indicates this free spirit of being forever young. The song used to play when I was uh, a cocktail waitress at the end of the night, the last call, and I was going to move to Paris for six months. So I was going to France. So it's so poetic. My daughter just showed me um, Marissa, and I forgot what her, was it Scott? Whoever Marissa's love interest was in the OC. Oh. She just showed me that their their song was forever young. She played it for me. The, Marissa said to him, what the heck is his name? I forget. Marissa said to him, 
whatever song comes on next, that'll be our song. And it was forever young. It does sort of like embody like these like beautiful moments, these memories, fond memories of being like, you know, just like young and I don't know, carefree. But you also did a mocktail, which I feel like is really timely because we're seeing a lot of people kind of choose to be sober, alcohol free, even though they may not like have an addiction or a problem necessarily. But I'm I'm loving that you do that because again, we do, we have a lot of moms that listen to the podcast who are expecting moms and they don't want to miss out on the fun. And certainly if you are choosing to be, you know, alcohol free, you know, why do you have to, you know, like sit, you know, miss out on the fun. So tell me about Mingle. They call it sober curious uh, because people are just dabbling. People are reducing their alcohol intake. They don't feel as good. They want to drink moderately, which is what also Forever Young is about because it's so superb and elevated that you're just drinking not as a sport. You're drinking as an experience and mingle mocktails. So there are non-alcoholic beverages that mimic the liquor. Like there are mock vodka mock this is a mocktail so you open it up and it's a ready to drink mocktail and what i mean by that is that's what skinny girl was for cocktails so you're just opening the can and there's your flirty cocktail they have amazing flavors it's low calories it doesn't taste fake it tastes totally real but it doesn't taste too sweet where it tastes like it's soda pot it tastes like a cocktail does that make any sense you want it to taste Sweet, like Skinny Girl was, you want it to stay sweet, but not too sweet. You're having a different type of drink because it's a, it's a mocktail. It's not a soda. So I like that about it, if that makes any sense. It does. And you can also put alcohol in it. Right. That's nice. <laughs> I guess, depending on whatever kind of day you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, we did talk about the YouTube show. You started with, you know, makeup and beauty. And now with this show, you're going into different stores and reviewing restaurants. What can, what else can we expect to see from Bethany on YouTube? And what also, I'm, what are you really, is it, are you sort of hoping we get the same kind of takeaways as the TikToks and things like that? Or is there another level to, to the, no, the YouTube is really what you're missing. So I, my ex who passed away used to say why aren't there cameras here like why people aren't seeing how insane this is what's going on like today when I realized an hour before the today show that I didn't have an outfit and it wasn't that funny like it wasn't that funny I had to go into someone else's dressing room I felt like I was imposing because I was getting attention I just did not want to draw he's like I don't need to walk in there like a clown and I went and I saw that bathing suit or I thought it was a bodysuit and I said let's just commit to this thing let's just go all the way in because I don't want to wear someone else's just dress it just seems strange so that's what I did yeah I love that I love that and so is is that the kind of thing we're going to be seeing on on the YouTube show I mean we so have- it's like oh sorry I just got derailed um <laughs> no it's basically like what you're missing from housewives you're like wanting to watch the antics of me and folding my bathing suits and being in the house and the wackiness and what really happens and it's about it's a show about uh, a reality star turned influencer Yeah, an accidental, honest influencer. So it's like a curb your enthusiasm type of thing. It's like a strange curb your enthusiasm influencer where his life, he was just running around getting into trouble after being a comedy writer. And so it's kind of like that type of experience where it's just what the hell, we don't have to do this. We don't have to go to the dollar store. We don't have to go any to the Hobby Lobby, but we're going. Right. And it's fun. Yeah. And one of my favorite like moments that you've captured, like is when you run or you're running into people, like you ran into an old doorman at Toomey, like how, yes. 
how sort of full circle or impactful is that for you to take in? Like when you're sort of on this new venture business-wise and you're seeing people from your past or people like me who just really, you know, adore and respect you. Like, what is that? How does that feel? Like, it's really amazing. That was a nice moment. It's nice to get stopped down and appreciate where you are. Today was so chaotic. It was hard to say, wow, I can't believe I'm guest hosting the Today Show. It just all moves so quickly that sometimes you don't get to stop. So those are nice moments to stop, which is really important. Yeah. Nice to run into a high school teacher right now. So I hope I run into a high school teacher. I actually am going to put that on TikTok today. I'm like, this is going to sound weird, but I want to stop and smell the roses and I want to run into people from my past. So if you anybody knows a high school teacher or someone who knew me, but then everyone will come out of the woodworks and then I'll have to call everybody back and I will think it's a bad idea. Yeah, you might definitely don't post where you're going for the day, right? Yeah, exactly. Show up. Um, okay, final question. We know that you love an organized place, be it your home, a store, and I know you're getting a lot of products sent to you right now. So, and I'm a, I'm actually a product editor too. I've been a oh, okay for years. So I, my husband it like will kill me. He's like another freaking box. Like, how are you staying organized with all this stuff? It's relentless. It's I'm relentless, and we're constantly opening boxes, putting things in bins, go through it, look at it, get rid of what I don't need, buy. I do not keep. I have very few things you'd be shocked because it was a closet and then it starts to creep up and stuff is getting sent. And I'm like, absolutely not. Get it out. I want it out. I don't want to live with it. And you just, sometimes it creeps back in. Like a lot of drugstore stuff creeps back in today because we were doing this segment. A lot of people sent me stuff and I just was like, get it out, give it away. Peace out. Anybody want makeup? Keep it moving. Right. You're big on like a purge, I'm assuming. <laughs> Massive. Every other day. Yeah. It's it's relentless. It cannot, it cannot beat me. I have to beat it. I love it. And I'm so I know that I said I was gonna be my last question, but I'm also just kind of a little bit curious about we see how you review the makeup on social media, but I know you were doing like a whole luggage thing. And I think you mentioned you couldn't review something without the full set. Take us really quickly through that review process when you find a new product or something sent to you to be reviewed. I don't know that there's a rhyme or reason. There's a pro I, I feel like I have to try everything that I see because a lot of things start to look redundant. Oh, great. It's a moisturizer. It's a serum, but I still will open it up. I will look at it. I will touch it. I will smell it. And then sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. So like there was a product yesterday that I would have just given away. I don't need it. I opened it up and it was really good. So I put it, I brought it here back to my house here. I'm not at the Hamptons right now. It's coming from the Hamptons. And so it's in a little bin to be reviewed. I will get stuff, put it together and put it in a pile like the last crumb cookies upstairs that I have to finish a, a fair review and I want to do one in the oven. I don't want to like, I know these people take the time. Sometimes yeah. something's just so horrible that I, if I say something, it's not going to be a, you know, a nice thing. So I just like give it away, but I like to be fair. And it's just about whether something strikes me. Sometimes it's also like, Oh, nobody cares. No one wants to hear about a cream bronzer anymore. It's boring. They're so over it. You have to have something to say. So right. I now more than ever, I don't really say something unless there is actually something to say. Like I kept the kit of everything we used today with Christopher from my makeup. So that is something to say. Right. So I'm going to like do a video. This is my makeup from whatever. All right. Well, Bethany, thank you so much for the time. And awesome. for, you know, thank you so much. Keeping us, you know, letting us know which products are at the level. We really appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye.